Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Welcome to this week's Canny Cross Conversations. So this week, we've been talking a lot on social media about how we treat our dogs. We know Canny Cross builds a great bond between us, but does this stop when we get home? So on this week's Canny Cross Conversations, we welcome Rachel and her dog, Patch, who we just said hello to before we started recording, <laughs> and uh, to talk about what place does your dog have in your home. And um, Rachel, Please, first of all, introduce yourself to everyone and Patch. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Louise and Michelle. It's wonderful to be here. Um, so I'm Rachel and I have a little terrier called Patch and I am a journalist. I write a lot, I write a lot about the pet industry and I also help pet businesses get press coverage. So that's my background. Um, and I know Louise from doing her Pilates and she also encouraged me to get into Canicross. So, yeah, it's really great to be on the podcast. <laughs> Well, oh, <laughs> how long have you been doing Canicross, Rachel? Well, I say I've been doing Canicross. Right, this is going to horrify you because I used to go running with my old dog Daisy, but I did. It was before I knew anything about dogs, anything about dog training, anything about Canicross. It was back in like two thousand and eight, and I used to run with her on a collar and a flexi lead. And I know that's horrendous now, but now obviously I know differently. So. I started running and I'll call it running rather than canny crossing because that's what it was um, back in 2008, 2009 when I had Daisy. She was a really lively terrier and if you let her off lead, she'd just run off and you wouldn't see her for, for hours and I mean hours. So I'd go running with her because that was a way for her to burn off the energy um, and also I like running as well. And when I adopted her, I just kind of got into running, doing 10Ks, that kind of thing. So it happened at a perfect time, really. So that's how I got into it. Um, did you ever now? Sorry, sorry did you ever canny cross? Did you ever learn about canny crossing her before you got patch, or was it just no? I uh, the only I only um, I didn't. But so by the time um, I did run with Daisy, actually, until you know when she was quite when she was a seen, you know when she was fairly old. But obviously, we'd we'd reduce the distance. She wouldn't go very far, and she did still enjoy running. But I only really kind of understood what Candy Cross was. Um, it'd be about four years ago, I think, I did something with Lara from Dogfit. Yeah. Um, I've got a pet blog, which is a little bit neglected now, but I have got a pet blog called The Poor Post. And I used to I write about all kinds of different activities. And it was Global Running Day. And Lara, I know Lara from my Facebook group. And I said I wanted to do something about running with your dog. And then Lara got in touch and said she'd help me. Um, so, yeah, so that's how I first started learning about harnesses and canny crossing and all that kind of stuff um so yeah so that's my canny cross journey um, has, it, has, has it brought you closer to patch have you bonded in a different way because was he a rescue dog as well yeah he's a rescue dog he came from a we rehomed him from a facebook page um for terriers and what had happened was his owner had died and her family were looking after him but they couldn't keep him because they had a, lived in a flat and they were only allowed one dog so we rescued him he wasn't from like a shelter or anything but we, we did rehome him um and again when i got patched like i was into running um and i did i actually did the the um God, what's it called the Battersea Muddy Dog Challenge with Daisy and then did it with Patch as well so uh -oh. because we when we got him he was only two we were working on his training and his recall wasn't great running was one of the things I did with him as well because um 
think it just meant he got he could burn off energy. Um, and one of the things I did actually when I was training is we'd just go to a little dog field that was enclosed on our local park and run. So yeah, it did help me bond with him because it was spending that time obviously with him. I'm always with him, but training and running actually became part of the training. So it was it was really good. Oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much similar reasons for you starting running with Daisy, actually. That's why I run with Poppy, because yeah. she's, a bit, she's not great off the lead. She's not very reliable, should we say. <laughs> yeah, Daisy was terrible. She once ran off for like four hours. And I lived in this I lived in this village called Lim at the time. And I lived on this little cobbled street. And one of my friends, her mum and dad, used, I lived like in this little row and my friend's mum and dad lived around the corner. And I just got Daisy and she was always like doing something naughty. Anyway, this one day she ran off and my friend's dad came out and I'm like walking around the lead shouting a name. And he came out and he said, oh, I'll try and help you find her. We tried for about two hours to get back. She just wasn't having none of it. So I ended up just going in the house in the end. And I thought, well, she'll come home. I left the gate open. She knows where she lives. I can't just I have loads of work to do. I couldn't keep chasing her around. And eventually I heard her barking at a cat and managed to go and grab her. But yeah, that's that's why I, I used to run with her. <laughs> Perfect. So we know that the bond is really good, but what, what are your dogs like in your house? And I think we should all answer this, actually, because yeah. um, I remember, so I've had three three dogs and two of my own kind of thing. We had a family dog. But Toffee, my dog I had before, was um, I got her when my son was six. And I always remember someone saying to me, make sure that the dog knows its place in the family, in the pecking order, which was at the bottom, basically. Yeah. <laughs> So where are your dogs, Michelle and Rachel, in the pecking order? <laughs> I'll let Rachel answer first. <laughs> okay. So I remember, right, going back to Daisy and her training, and I remember going to a trainer who said, or it was it was obviously like back in 2008, 2009, after a running off episode, um, and the trainer said, yeah, it was all very old-fashioned, um, and it's like those methods are considered really archaic now, aren't they, about the, the pecking order and the pat leader yeah. and all that stuff. And he said to me, that dog, you've got to do that. You know, he, he, when he was talking about recall, he was saying, well, put her on a long line. And if she doesn't come back, you step on the lead. And I thought, that doesn't sound very nice. It's like yanking her head back. Anyway, he said all these things, which I completely disregarded. But he said about the pecking order, she needs to be at the bottom. And I'm like, well, she's been on the couch. She's been in the bed. She eats off the table. She, she, she <laughs> comes everywhere with me. You know, I cuddle her and carry her around. And you know what I mean? She's just like my baby. And he's like, no, the dog needs to know its place. If she's on the sofa, pull her off, put a training lead on in the house. And I was just like, I'm not having any of this. So, so yeah, but in answer to your question, I am at the bottom of the pecking order in the house <laughs> with my dogs. And they have, you know, I just think they, they, you know, Patch is spoiled and Daisy was spoiled and they, Patch is trained. We've worked really hard on this training because I've, I know differently now. And we work with a really wonderful trainer called Sue McCabe and she's really helped us. So he is fairly well trained um, and he's a lovely, well-behaved dog. But I think, you know, all this stuff about, you know, knowing the place and all that. I just think they're with us for a short time. Let's just cherish every moment and make them feel really loved. And being on blinking, being kicked off the sofa, that's not making them feel loved, is it? So You're yeah. making them feel really bad. <laughs> Do you not let Pickle on the sofa? No. Oh, you horrible dog mum. She's a big dog. She is a big dog. Yeah. No, no, I, I understand. I, I, I mean, he's little and Daisy was little, so I, I get where you're coming from. And I'm sure that Pickle has a perfectly lovely bed. She's not like outside in the yard, is she? Eating scraps. <laughs> I think it's better inside. 
um, Michelle, I I know the answer to yours because I see photos. Yeah, our dogs have always been very much part of the family. I mean, Poppy right now is on the bed, um, the the biggest bed in the house, because that is where she spends the days because the sun comes in through the window. I think she thinks this bed is amazing. Why do I have to get off it at night? She doesn't stay on it at night, by the way. I get in and she moves. Um, But yeah, they're allowed on the sofa. I mean, Bella... Bella was my baby before we had children, so she was very much my little baby. She was on the sofa. She used to snuggle up in the bed with us. Um, so, yeah, we've always been very much dogs are part of the family. <laughs> and it, it's weird, isn't it? So when I was a child, my dog was, was, uh, was allowed to sleep in my room on a floor cushion, but he came on my bed at night. But as soon as he heard my mum and dad's door, bedroom door open in the morning, he was off my bed. He oh, wow. Was- he knew he shouldn't be on there, but I would. Oh. My dogs now are not allowed upstairs. Yeah, at all. I feel really cruel. But oh, don't. It's okay. No, it's just the way. It's just the way the dog lives in the house with you. That's mm. yeah. There's no judgment, is there? Everybody's different. No. Is this going to be a therapy session for me? <laughs> I know. I think no, but also like Hatch is small. He's only like a nine kilogram terrier, so he, you know, he can. He's on the bed here. And he's not taking up much room. And if he's on the sofa, he's you know, he's only little. I think if yeah. I had a bigger dog, it might be different. But It was quite funny once, um, Thomas, I don't know about you, but you have certain places to sit. I'm sure other people yeah, do yeah. In, the, in your lounge or whatever. And Tom was about to sit in the chair that he normally sits in. He wasn't even looking. And then suddenly realised the dog was in it. So she had got in the chair. Yeah. Uh, which was quite They funny. like the warm spot, don't they? Patrick, yeah, yeah. if we've yeah. been on the sofa, he'll jump in where you've been. Yeah, so um, no, it's um, so you does so does Patch sleep in your bed at night with you most of the time? Yeah, a lot, it and, and I see lots of things a lot. So, obviously, we we all follow a lot of canny cross people, and I see lots of pictures of people, uh, dogs under the bedclothes and things like that. I mean, don't dogs get hot? Well, then they get out, they get out, they get and then out, yeah. <laughs> Poppy Bella, because she was a terrier, she used to snuggle under the bed, under the covers for about maybe 10 minutes and then she'd get hot and she'd yeah. leave. Um, Poppy won't tolerate being near people when she's trying to sleep. So we have her bed on the landing. So she's near us. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, she wouldn't stay on the bed and sleep at night with us. I'd, I'd let her, but she won't. <laughs> yeah. I wake up sometimes and Patch has got his head on the pillow. Honestly, like I'm not joking. He will have his head on the pillow and his legs out. I think I don't think he thinks he's a dog anymore. <laughs> so do you choose do you choose holidays around your dog? Yes. 90% of my holidays are with Patch. And I'm hopefully, fingers crossed, getting a holiday cottage as well. And it will be Patch's holiday cottage. Oh. Anyway, I'm gonna rent it out as well. But we do go on loads of, like you you see on social media don't you but we do go away a lot like and take him to the coast and we always go to dog friendly mostly cottages but been to some really nice dog friendly hotels as well and when I was doing the blog as well I used to get offered some quite nice trips and um, I'm not doing it so much now um but I'd love to go back to it but yeah we do mostly holiday with him I do go on holiday near enough every year with my mum and I, we go abroad but other than that Patch is always with us so, Michelle, you have a partner, not Michelle, sorry, Rachel, because you have a partner. So how does he, has he got the same feelings for Patch or is it? <laughs> yeah, no, he does actually. So when I, when I first met Tommy, so I know, I think you know this story, Louise, but for anyone listening, including Tommy's brother, who's the editor of the podcast. <laughs> um, so I first met Tommy years ago when I was at, at university and I was like 19. 
18 and he was 21 and um and we you know we kind of saw each other for a bit at uni and then we went our separate ways and he got married had kids I went moved back home didn't get married or have kids but you know just kind of had a life in Warrington and and yeah and then him and his ex-wife separated and he got in touch on Facebook and we um, ended up meeting up and we got together again. And one of the, when we were chatting on Facebook, one of we were kind of having a bit of a, you know, oh, it's been 17 years since I've seen you. How are you? How are things? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then he was saying, do you want to meet up? So I was like, but I think before I said, yeah, I'll meet up, I sent him a message saying, do you like dogs? <laughs> <laughs> And he said, uh, yes. And I was like, okay, well, in that case, yeah, I'll meet up. <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Yeah. Idea. I'm sure they can. That would have been a deal breaker if he'd said no. Oh, definitely. Because at the time I'd been dating for years and I'd been out with a few, like Daisy was really sweet, but she was quite, quite crazy and full on. And I've been out with, I went out with this one guy and he, I was looking after my friend's cockapoo as well at the time and he made loads of fuss over the cockapoo and he ignored Daisy so he wow. got the short shrift and then there was another guy who um I remember going on a walk and I know it's a bit cringe isn't it when you pick have to pick up poo in front when you're on a date um, <laughs> and, and like a first date and he I never I don't know what happened but I had to pick up some poo and I never heard from him again so it was a bit of a thing like I would it was important that people like the dog yeah, love me, love my dog. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I've never, I've never heard that before. It's like there's certain things that you know when you're with your per your partner for the first time that you're sort of nervous about doing, but picking up something wouldn't have come straight to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> very, very good. So there, so I know the answer. I know the answer to most of these things. I yeah. think, but uh, so. You buy. I remember seeing this picture that you put up on um, social media, Rachel. Of, um, of it, it was your table, your dining room table, just full of stuff, and it was patches stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just want to talk about that. Okay. Because <laughs> Mother's Day's coming up, so you know we we're, we're, we're sort of we were going to get round to that. But yeah. you buy quite a lot of stuff for Patch, I believe. Okay, yes. So, <laughs> okay, so the, the photo that Louise is talking about, I might see if I can dig it out and I'll send it to you if you want to yeah, use it anywhere. Um, is <laughs> we were having, we've moved, we'd moved house and we were having a bit of a tidy up. And in the garage, we've got these, you know, those drawers that you can get from IKEA with the, the cube things and you can put yeah. little drawers in. We've got, got a couple of those and I put patches stuff in there. But the thing is, right, because I write about the pet industry and I have a dog. And I had loads of Daisy's old stuff as well. And I go to events. I do accumulate a lot of stuff. But yeah. because I'll be, I might be testing like pet cameras or fitness trackers or harnesses or treats or whatever. So people do send me stuff, but I do also. I'm not going to hold my hands up. I do buy a lot of stuff as well. So what had happened was Tommy had gone through the cubes and got all the stuff out of Patches cubes. So we've got bath towels. We've got drying coats, got loads of different fleeces, collars, harnesses, leads, toys, balls like tons of tennis balls and I got them for a charity event that never happened so there was like bags and bags of tennis balls on that table wasn't there and <laughs> and then just like loads of just loads of stuff really that it doesn't need so, so was Tommy horrified about the amount of stuff he had yeah he was we did, we did, <laughs> yeah yeah he was he was just like this is ridiculous you've got you've got some kind of patch buying problem <laughs> 
as you say, you're, you're given lots of stuff anyway yeah. because of the job you do. But you also, because you, because of what you do, you help um, pet business get publicity and things like that. You know a lot of small small businesses. So so you have um, the, the game. There was you, you, there was a photo of you wearing identical outfits. Well, yeah. not obviously jumpers and trousers and stuff, but the colour the colour theme yeah. was the same, wasn't it? So where do you tend to get most of your you know what small businesses are sort of you think oh I really want to get that why do you you know what makes you buy these things and well a lot of the time a lot of the time I'm kind of you know so I've got clients like yourself who come and do my programs and you want to support the people who are doing your programs don't you so a lot of the time I'll see their stuff and be like oh I really like that I'm gonna have to get get it for patch um and so I tend to I do tend to buy things from people who are now and people who are now with small businesses rather than going to pets at home. Um, but that photo that you were on about where I was wearing the same as Patch, I did get the jumper from, it was a Jules one, but I got it in TK Maxx. Um, and the stripey, the stri so the stripey top that I had on was from just a normal shop. And then the Jules one was Patches from TK Maxx. Um, oh. but, so I get stuff from all over, but I did buy that. Particular, I did get that stripey thing because I wear loads of stripes anyway. But I knew it was Twin With Your Dog Day coming up. So I did get it because it was one of my friends and clients, Kim. She had a awareness day coming up. So I bought it for that. But like when you were on about the table of shame, um, there's things on there like birthday bandanas and stuff like that. But I bought those from clients. But the other thing that I did just on the buying to buying stupid things for the dog is this Christmas, I thought, oh, I'll get Patch. No, it was last Christmas. I'll get Patch of stocking. And then I went in the Christmas box because we pack away all our Christmas decorations. And he already had two other stockings from the year before. <laughs> so he had like three stockings. Anyway, he just put a football in one of them. So it was fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves the football. <laughs> do you buy lots of presents michelle not lots no my mum will buy the dog lots of presents so we buy my mum's dog presents which means we have to buy copy presents but normally we wouldn't um but yeah she does get a present wrapped up to unwrap herself like at christmas so she doesn't feel left out <laughs> but do you do birthdays as well because that's the other thing that i've um uh i've seen a lot people do celebrate the birthdays because pickle's got a birthday coming up and I, I mean, her first birthday, I was in New Zealand and my, the, my house sister, my dog sister, sent me a picture of her on her first birthday. Oh. And I felt quite guilty then, but I don't do anything. No, we, we mark it. We don't, we don't celebrate it, though. I'll probably take her for a run and she might get an extra biscuit or two. Um, but we don't tend to go for all the like, let's have a birthday party and bake a cake. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Um, so Tommy's got. Tommy's got kids so Hannah and Millie are 11 and 14 so when the kids were younger we would we did make a fuss and we do we do mark his birthday because we when we adopted him he was living with living with his brother George so we always send George a card and something and vice versa so we do mark his birthday I know but it's just nice to do isn't it um and then the other thing that we do is we sometimes take him out for a birthday meal to his one of his favorite pubs which is this pub called the Brandloon Villa and it's just down the road from where we used to live and they do doggy meals so he can have like his own special birthday meal so we do make a we do make a bit of a festival. oh that's cute and, I like that I know it's really cute isn't it and they have like dog beer and they make like they make like doggy meals wow. so 
he feels, you know, part of the cell. He doesn't have a clue what's going on, really, but, you know, it makes us happy. (laughs) You can cross your dog to keep the weight. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He's in very good condition, actually, but yeah, he would, he does have a lot of saying that he's not greedy so he has his mate he has his like regular food yeah but if you try you know if you give him a really really high value treat he'll eat it but you know he doesn't kind of he's not greedy really and if we take even if we took him out for like a birthday meal he probably wouldn't eat all of it i wish i could be a bit more like him (laughs) really good when it comes to like moderation yeah (laughs) do you so we'll patch by you something for uh mother's day oh he does normally get me a card and something. Yeah, he does actually. Oh. Or patches. He sends his dad out to go and get something. He's very thoughtful. <laughs> Do you get one, Michelle? Um, I sometimes get a card that happens to be in mum's handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. She'll often send a card through the post on behalf of Poppy. I did get some oh. socks um, last Mother's Day actually from the dogs. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, I think I need to put a little hint out. I mean, it's bad enough with my son just reminding him that Mother's Day's coming up, let alone the dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, because I don't have human kids. Um, yeah, I do get, I always get a card and some wine or chocolates or something from it. Rachel, do you think, because you haven't got kids, do you think that that Patch and, and you know, Daisy were your kids? And, it, and is that the sort of role that you feel? Oh, my God, definitely. So. I know I touched on this a little bit before, but before, um, you know, before I met Tommy and everything, all my friends were settling down, having children, getting married. And I was, you know, I was 37, 38 when me and Tommy got together. Um, and I'd kind of accepted that I wouldn't have kids um, because just I think I'd seen seen what having children was like. <laughs> thought, oh, no, I'm going to stick to the dogs. So I do kind of see, I do think that. I remember reading a lot about this when I was going through, I was going through quite an emotional time when I realised that I probably wasn't going to have children of my own. And I read a lot about, um, I read a lot of, there was a book that came out at the time called Otherhood and it was about, you know, you, you can have, you can kind of have that maternal thing, but it doesn't have to be with children of your own. It can be with like godchildren. I've got quite a lot of godchildren. And I do believe that like, you know, you can, I don't, don't like I don't want to sound like a complete crazy person by saying I think Patch is my child um but I do think the bond that you have with your dog is incredible um and I love him and I love Daisy as I would a human family member and when they go it's oh my god it's horrific um and he's just as precious to me and you know I've got friends out there who don't have children like Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier um, she's got two little terriers. She runs a clothing and lifestyle brand. And she's actually, she's got National Terrier Day, which is taking place on Mother's Day on the 27th. Yeah, I saw that. She, her cam- Yeah, her campaign is all around Mother of Terriers, which is great. And then I've got another friend, Kate, and she um, she's spoken about it publicly. She went through IVF, several rounds of IVF, and she didn't have a child. She didn't go down the surrogate route or any of the other alternatives that we often see. And she runs... Um, a dog friendly website called Dossy Four Paws. And she has talked extensively about how she sees her her late dog Poppy and her, her her dog now Gertie as, you know, her children. And one of the things she realized when she came to the end of the IVF journey and everything um, was that she'd go to places and people would be there with unruly children and 
she was told to leave a dog outside and she thought it was really unfair and that's actually what inspired her to set up her directory and create a, a, a resource for pet parents to go and find places to go with the dogs because she was like well we've do all this you know we're bending over backwards to accommodate children what about dogs and why should you know why should we be like this for pair for human parents and not for dogs so kind of in a way not in a kind of in a you know the kind of thing that you'd read about in you know in a in a women's magazine kind of way I don't see him as an actual baby but I do think that yeah I do think that the bond that you have with your animal is is huge and yeah I do think he's like my son <laughs> I think it's interesting isn't it because I, 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 I my, my son's 17 and I know Michelle your, your daughter's a bit younger but because now that, that Thomas is sort of moving away I suppose and you know he's an he's nearly an adult that you do put all that, you know, even though I've had a child, you know, pickle is sort of my my one thing that yeah. constant, I suppose, and that you can spend a little bit of time and, and effort on and um, get get rewarded, I suppose. That's what happens with dogs, isn't it? Yeah, particularly when, like, particularly with Daisy, when I was single, I was on my own for a long, long time. Not, I say lot, you know, it was not like forever, but she was my, she was my total world. And like I say, when people, when all my friends were getting married and having kids and they were, everyone's busy and it was like, well, I just had Daisy and thank God I did because I would have been really, I think I would have really struggled. And I think that, that bond that I had with her, obviously when we lost her, it was devastating. But when Patch came along, that you, just the strength of that bond that you have, um, particularly when you've been on your own with the dog and then, um, you know, you meet somebody, but they st you still have that really strong bond. Yeah, no, I, um, I'm totally with that. And I think, I mean, you felt that with uh, Bella as well, didn't you, Michelle? Yeah, I mean, it's been a year since we lost Bella now and it still really hurts. Um, yeah. yeah, I still miss that little dog so, so much. She was such a huge part of our life. Um, you do just create a, it's just an incredible strong bond. You can almost like read the thoughts, can't you? Um, yeah. You know them so well. So, but yeah. There was, um, basically I got this off the one show the other night um, and there's been a dog survey done. I, I don't know if it was done at Crufts or, or, or where, I hadn't seen the survey, but it's really, I, I mean, I scribbled down some facts and, and um, you know, because dog ownership has changed so much, hasn't it? But there was a lot, um, we talked about birthday parties, if you have birthday parties for your dogs. So yes, you're all right, that was a tick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also, and I think we know this as dog owners and, and especially canny crossers that we get out in the thing, but it's really important for mental health. Yeah. Um, and, and people, it's, it's all these things, people are saying they're 29% happier with a dog. 18% relaxed, 28% less bored. I thought that was quite an interesting one. Yeah. Um, but you're you're like this one, uh, Rachel, because you're in the north, in the northeast. Yeah, Newcastle. 50% yeah. of people in the northeast let dogs sleep in their beds. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and then dog ownership has got younger as well so people yeah. 18 to 20 years and they're the people that are into dog fashion and have wardrobes and there was this guy on and he had a wardrobe for his dog so you know you, you've got you need a wardrobe for passion. i know i feel like I, I feel cruel when i when i see things like that like kate the girl from dotty four paws was talking about their her dog her her late dog poppy and gertie and they've just got another little puppy um they have got a magnificent wardrobe they have got a full wardrobe um, but then that's her life like and her yeah. business and everything so yeah. 
No, it's it's interesting. So I shall wake up on Mother's Day and my husband's away. And my son, it will be fast asleep, I expect. And so I shall just take my dog for a walk and we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a canny cross oh. session booked in for Mother's Day, actually, in the morning. So Poppy and I will both enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'll probably go for a little a little plot with Patch and then we might go out. We might take him out for, <laughs> for a special meal to the dog pub. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I've seen pictures on social media of people taking the dogs for like afternoon tea. Yeah. That are made for dogs. That looks really good. I don't know if oh, anything like that near us. I know we have to do a search out around our local. Yeah, area. I know. Yeah, you need to you need to sniff out some places. I bet the world there'll be they'll, they'll, you'll find somewhere. It's getting more it's getting more popular now. But you get more doggy ice cream now, don't you? And people yeah. uh, yes. yeah. cappuccinos and all kinds. Yeah. But uh, no, it's great. So, yeah, not only do we canny cross with our dogs, which, again, we know creates that bond. And I think that's probably where a lot of it comes from, isn't it? Because we we create that bond doing something we both love to do. And then it sort of it comes into the house. And I, I can't imagine many canny cross dogs just being put in a kennel and just forgotten yeah. about until they go to the next canny cross. But um, no, it's brilliant. I don't know if you've got anything else to add, Michelle or Rachel. <laughs> Just, just I, thank yeah. you, Rachel, for coming on. Yeah. Oh no, thank you. It's been really good talking to you. And now I need to do more canny crossing because I do I do it on my own with him, but I've not been going to the group sessions. I've just been really busy with work and stuff. But he loves going to the canny cross sessions. Oh my god, he absolutely loves seeing all the other dogs. He gets so excited. And then he's got me plodding behind him and making him go slow. And I feel really mean, but I do need to get back to it. He absolutely love loves they it. They love that socialisation and running in a pack. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we're hoping to get out in a group this weekend as well. So, um, yeah. okay. But to all you um, people out there with your own dogs, we enjoy Mother's Day. And I hope that they all buy you a present. So do let us know on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you've enjoyed in this week's episode. Um, we've just we're having a chat with Rachel about all things dogs, the other side of, of um, not canny crossing. But yeah, we will see you or we will be back soon with the next episode of Canny Cross Conversations. <laughs>